Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the G Team podcast. The G Team is a group of young people dedicated to providing people with the knowledge to make the most of their life, sharing practical ways to maximize productivity, and offering support to those who need it to create a more fulfilled life. My name is Peter. And I'm Olu. And we're your hosts for this podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy listening. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the G-Team podcast. Today we have Manny, someone I've uh, known for quite a while and has inspired me to do a lot of things. Pretty cool guy. Um, and yeah, today we're just going to talk to him about networking, his, his own habits, how networking can be incorporated into your habits, and also, you know, a lot about his own personal story and this and that. So yeah, if you could introduce yourself. Thank you, Pete. That was a lovely word there. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you all. I'm Manu, Emmanuel, Manny. Many nicknames. Each one works. And uh, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm, uh, like Pete said, I've known him for a while and I, today I'm now with the G team. Uh, look forward to it. Cool, 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 cool. And yeah, so so what, do you, what is it that you do right now? So you're in Loughborough, right? So yeah, um, I graduated last year. Um, I was a business and uh, IT student. And then I took on the challenge to become an exec officer for the students' union, which means I'm here to make sure that students in Loughborough have the best experience. And my role is focusing on the enterprise side of stuff. Uh, so your business models, your startups, your projects, your passions, I'm all about that life. Yeah. Uh, so it's good fun. If anything, you two would be amazing members. So I hope to see you guys get involved <laughs> in the future. There you go. See you back, recruiting already. This is this is his speciality. He's <laughs> networking. He's already got it. <laughs> it's happening got. live. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. But so with that, like obviously networking is 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 huge, you know. And and I'm sure you've got loads of experience of it before. Even though like things are tough this year with the pandemic and everything, like for you and like your personal journey, like how. How did you start with your your journey of networking and like how important it became for you? Um, I'll open up about how important it became to me at a young age. Because I was a single child, diplomatic yeah. family, traveling around the world. Um, you get to change schools every time. And every time you, when I talk about it now, everyone's like, oh, that sounds so cool. You visit many places. But as a child, you keep losing your comfort zone. And you're 12, you're 13, you're 14. Every time you need to make new friends, new school, you don't know anyone. You come in yeah. this new country, obviously you have your parents, but no one else. And <laughs> I remember when I was young, I asked my mom, like, I am struggling to make friends. I didn't know what to say. It was different countries, so different languages too. And she said, keep trying and you'll get better. And I try to make a bit of a science out of what it meant to get to know someone at some point. <laughs> I went a bit too deep at a young age, but... Um, I realized there's nothing better than trying to connect with someone and what you enjoy. So mm. when I realized that my approach and my journey, if I look back, networking wasn't only from a professional standpoint, but it's honestly, my friends come from that mindset of trying to get to know someone else and trying to connect with someone. And the reason I'm here now, the reason I managed to start a few projects, my position in, within the union, my experiences in the union outside of the uni are all thanks to my friends. And I see friends as your network, but I also see professionals as your network. And I think both spheres should be focused on. So I think, honestly, in a way, who I am comes from my network and the people around me. So that, if anything, it impacts me so much, even at a young age. And uh, yeah, now I have friends. Like, so as a, <laughs> a good side of it. <laughs> I'm not lonely anymore. <laughs> oh, that's, 
yeah, as a, I think that's that's kind of the basis of, of networking for a lot of people. I know it was the case for me as well. It was so when I came to uh, Loughborough and I was like, damn, how, how, how do I even meet people since I wasn't in hoes? Um, oh, really? So I was like, nah, yeah. So, so I was just out in some random house and then. And my only plan was that okay, now I got to go to these um these these punch parties and then somehow sneak my way in and, and make conversation and whatnot. So I was like, okay, that's how networking is gonna be really important for me. Cause I remember when uh, Manny, when I first met you, I can't even where, where, where was it? It was like at some random Asian or K pop night thingy that yeah, that the union run. We were vibing yeah. for, and we clicked with like initially with moves, sound cringe, but we were honestly just vibing with dancers. And then I remember we started talking. We're like, "Yo, this is energy!" Like we were bouncing mm. off each other. We I think we went straight into business. <laughs> it took us two minutes, and we were talking about enterprise. Like, oh wow! So I guess it's finding that commonality sometimes. That even if you don't have it, it's still beautiful because then you can share your own personal sides of journeys and stories. So yeah, yeah, exactly, and like. I know for a lot of people, like including myself as well, things about networking or just socializing in general is like it's it might be quite tough at the start, right? Or um, you know, a lot of people are anxious, a lot of people uh, are shy to reach out or to get to know other people. And like for you, did you ever like suffer from any of those problems? And if so, like how did you get over it? I think I still do. I think yeah. no matter how much you try to overcome the fear of judgment or of not being liked. I think even the biggest celebrities still have it. And when they meet someone new, you try and put on your best your best face. What I do to like not have that in the back of my mind, but see it as something I should accept and don't have it limit me from getting to other people is accept who you are, know your strengths, know your weaknesses, work on your weaknesses if you want to. It's always good to, but sometimes it might be more beneficial focusing on your strengths. And also being yourself. Sounds cringe, but in any sort of social interaction, no matter how good or bad, the outcome will only be good if you're true to yourself. If you put on that fake persona of I'm, I'm this or that, at the beginning, you might, you might be seen as something more or at the beginning, you might feel comfortable, but at some point, it will just get toxic. And uh, the way I overcome it from, like I guess, a practical perspective is I actually try to go <laughs> to know who's in front of me, but, which is what you guys are doing with me, so it's a bit complicated because <laughs> I would love to have, ask you guys questions, but... My approach is genuinely just ask something that you're passionate about, but listen. Yeah. And a lot of times when you network, people think they need to have all these stories, all these topics to touch on. Just get to know the person in front of you. How are you doing? How's your day? Oh, what's the highlight of the week? What have you been up to? Maybe ask a few like interesting questions instead of how you're doing. Say, again, I sometimes go with like, what's the highlight of the week or the month that you've done something crazy that you've done this month? And some people will find that weird. Some will vibe. And those that vibe with you, you get to know better. In a way, I think the both of you today, and obviously I knew Pete before, but the both of you, I would, I'm sure that if we met again for the first time, we would have vibed. <laughs> and it, it, goes, it goes just being yourself. I've got a question for you. You just like <laughs> mentioned um, that knowing yourself like first and then being yourself is particularly helpful in these situations. I would ask, what ways would you say there are to better get to know yourself? Because I think you, you learn a lot about yourself whilst you're at uni, but it's just like 
getting from that point where you can be comfortable in your own thing, you, you, you know your strengths of we- strengths and weaknesses, like you said, like what would you say the best way is to get to know who you truly are so you can kind of like shine and be yourself? I love that question. Disclaimer before I answer is I'm still discovering myself because I'm mm-hmm. 23. So I'll say what I've done so far that has worked. But yeah. I'm on my own journey. So I'm sure if you ask me in two years time, my question, my answer will be different again. Yeah. But uh, I think what Pete said, we're going to sprinkle a bit of habits and I'm going to sprinkle them right now here a bit. There's three things that I really do uh, and I try and incorporate them in how I act. Mm-hmm. And they're not too deep. They sound deep. They're actually quite chill. One of them is meditating. And people don't see the power in it. There's different reasons you meditate. I think having, and what I mean by meditating is having a space or a time where you just live your emotions. So you feel how you're doing. Am I doing, you ask yourself the questions that you want answering. Am I doing okay? What's missing in my life? What do I want to achieve? Um, do I have good relations? And you, at that time, you cannot lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. So if, if when you tell yourself, I'm doing good, something feels off, ask yourself that again and the answer might be different. Um, I think it doesn't have to be a daily thing. I do it once a week, which is not enough in a way, but my time is a bit constrained. Uh, having said that, if you like to cut out some time to truly feel the day or the week, Mm-hmm. And I think you'll understand slowly how you react to certain stuff. The second thing is, and in a way in, incorporates this one, is feel your emotions. And I'm talking now the sad ones. I think many people know when they're happy, but then when something wrong happens, they don't know how to face it. They don't know if they're actually sad. They brush it off. They put it on the side. I think allowing yourself to be sad or angry and understanding why. And maybe even, honestly, some people speak to like professionals about this. Some have their friends. Even reaching out to people that you think can help you develop your thoughts is so useful. So when I say feel your emotions, I'm not just talking whilst you meditate, but if something happens, really understand why you're feeling in a certain way. And I think then you'll start understanding, okay, what have I done last time to pick myself back up? What happened last time? Was it a phone call? Was it doing sports? Was it for me? It's exercise. Mm-hmm. My life and even networking in a way, it's all my mindset is it's quite a sporting mindset of keep working, persevere, don't give up. And at the same time, if you fail, back to the drawing board. So what can I change? And I guess the last way that I've tried to get to know myself, this is a bit like of a weird one, but try different things. Like I, I picked up chess recently <laughs> and, and then people are going to say it's from the Queen's Gambit. And I've watched that. I love the series. It was actually not cause of that. It's just cause I said, I want to try something new. Mm-hmm. I have a bit of time to try a new project. I've tried a few, some of them haven't worked. I think by trying new things, you'll find new aspects of yourself as well. Um, Chess isn't the best example because I just really like the game and I actually haven't discovered a new side of me as of yet. But in many things I've done, enterprise, my current job is an example. I did a whole campaign week and I found out how beautiful it is to work with students. And I realized from that, I like helping people with their projects. And from that, I also realized I'm quite good at giving advice if I'm in a good mindset. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now people will jump on this, be like, no, you're not. <laughs> this, no. this is bad. But in general, I think trying new things and not just staying in your comfort zone all the time will allow you to expand your understanding of who you are. If that makes sense. And then next thing you know, you will have another aspect of your persona. Uh, there was that too convoluted as an answer that that kind of makes sense. Those are three solid points. Like, so the first one, meditation, right? Meditation. So- Feeling your emotions. I'm talking negative and positive, like understanding where they come from and then just trying new things. Don't, don't restrict yourself to what you do now because the more you try, the more you understand yourself. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Like if, if anything, definitely we're trying new things. That's been like 
the whole vibe this pandemic anyways just yes. because obviously we've had so much time um so i've done like a, a few things here and i tried to pick up a few new skills and yeah just random things um and yeah in a way it's helped with networking as well because now you're, it's funny actually because so, so i got my hair cut cut i got my hair cut cut i got my hair cut <laughs> for the first time well yes yes the no, monday monday so um april 12th that's when barbershops open up again um and uh, the guy who was cutting my hair obviously uh he asked me what i'm doing uh, asked me about so where i'm working like my placement and then uh I, I told him that i've recently been starting to learn how to how to code um because I've, I've i've always it's, it's always something that i've wanted to like start i just never had the time until like recently um and then, like surprisingly enough he, he tells me that he has a startup uh that is all about um i think like connecting people uh, but he, he made a website and obviously he hired a lot of people to code in html and i, I started talking about that and then uh, in the end we ended up connecting on linkedin and i, I was like that's crazy because it's, it's, i never thought I'd there have that go. conversation with a barber until I until I tried those new things and I, I knew more things to talk about. Yeah, so it's like the more things you do as well, the easier it is for you to network with loads of different people, even if you don't know that much. Because I barely know anything about coding, but I was able to learn so much from this guy that you know, I wouldn't have been able to do if I didn't try it. Love that, love that. Yeah. I'm gonna turn my lights on, guys, just so you can see my face because I really. Yeah, really but uh, it's insane, Pete. Like I've, I literally resonate with that. You'll try new things, and next thing you know, you have a new person in your network that you can reach out to, and beautiful, beautiful. I've got a question again. Like this is kind of a similar sort of thing when it comes to trying new things, and like the way things sort of align somehow. You know, you just like happen to have done this um, uh, course, and then that like gave you something to talk about with your barber. And so how you, it's led to you like um, connecting on LinkedIn. Would you guys say that when you have like a certain mentality, a certain purpose in your head, that things do tend to start aligning, whether that's just like the people you meet, like you kind of bounce off each other. It's just when you have that presence of, your, um, of mind like, and you have goals that you want to accomplish, you just somehow start meeting the right people. Like, have any of you guys like sort of found that happen? Oh, it happened too many times, and sometimes I think, sometimes I think I'm getting too lucky, and something bad's about to happen because <laughs> I'm like, this is important. I just literally, no, this is a joke. It's not possible that I've just met you when I was looking into this. Pete, do you want to jump on this before I say anything? By the way, no, you go ahead, bro. I'll um, because I'm sure, I'm sure you have a lot to talk about. I want to know so. both of you. You asked me this question, but I want to know your answer too, as well, like all of you. Um, for me, I'll tell you the biggest wow that happened to me and potentially one of the biggest U-turns that happened because of what you said. I had clarity of purpose at the time. 17-year-old um, me <laughs> just discovering the beauty of projects, enterprises, startups, how much you can impact your surroundings. Literally had never touched on business, economics, nothing. I, 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 all, all I knew was how to write a startup, like literally <laughs> pen and paper. I didn't even know what it meant to have a business plan. And I told my dad, like, I would love for you to pass me any contacts you have. And my dad being a diplomat, I thought he had some. But at the time, he said, I need to check. I'm not sure he was busy. And mm -hmm. I, I was a bit over my head. Like, what's a 17-year-old going to say to someone that, that, had, that has that much experience? Now I realized there's a lot that you can say. But at the time, he was busy. And uh, next thing you know, <laughs> I, uh, I go online. Uh, and my friend tells me about this guy called Mico Zentino. He's an Italian entrepreneur. 
and he was doing an event. He was doing this event in Italy. Uh, and if I wanted to go, I, again, being 17, I never heard of what it, an event on startups. What, what does that even mean? I had no clue. I go to this event for the first time. Again, none, nothing, expecting nothing. I actually got to know the person running the event, which little flash forward, he's my current mentor. He's, he literally mentors me. And in this event, I just discovered a whole world just because I had this little clarity of purpose of, oh, I want to know more about startups. And I think me having that clarity of purpose meant I communicated that to someone else. Example, my friend, which then meant he can communicate to me something that aligns with that. So I think what you said, the reason it works, the, the reason behind, oh, why stuff aligning is because you're communicating it. You're living that purpose. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, people will even sometimes subconsciously help you reach that purpose. In a way, it's us meeting now. We want to share experiences. We didn't actually know this was going to happen a month ago, but I was happy to share my journey. You're happy to share yours and get to know more people. Here we are together. So I think, yes, for sure. When <laughs> when you're looking out for something, there's a high chance it'll happen. Just communicate that. Don't keep it to yourself. I think sometimes people are afraid if, they have, if they're not too good at something, they shouldn't share it. I think the more you share it, the higher the chance at it will reach the next step thanks to your network. Exactly. Yeah. And um, like for some people, it's different in terms of like these people just appearing. Like it might just be by coincidence. And a lot of the time it is. But for me, um, let's say like if I'm trying to meet certain people that are related to a certain topic, then like I won't, I won't like know exactly who it is that I'm going to meet, but I'll put myself in, in environments where those people are likely to appear. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's just about the cultivating an environment where it's kind of what I've missed actually is just being around an environment of people that motivate you to do the things that you want to do or to, to teach you new things, that sort of thing. Um, Love and that. yeah, so like just, just being pub because, because you can, you can do it pers- purposefully as well, you know, because they say it's like whoever you surround yourself, like the average of the five people you spend the most time with, isn't it? And, I'm sure that's the same case with you, Manny, isn't it? With the people that you work with, especially within the enterprise team, right? For sure, for sure. I wanted to let you guys know something you said, Pete, made me realize. I actually met my mentor in the bathroom of that event. So, <laughs> so, so, so the, the, yes, I was in the right place, right time in terms of zone. But sometimes you might just bump into someone in the in a, in a weird environment. And I was like, oh, I saw you in the stage. He goes, yeah, and then we talked. So sometimes it is just pure luck. But it, the fact that, it's, it's like opportunity mean, uh, meets preparation. Mm-hmm. And preparation doesn't always mean you your, your knowledge is there, but your purpose or your passion is there. And once that means, okay, I'm going to take this on board and you're ready to go. But um, uh, to go on back on your point, Pete, I think for sure the fact that enterprise and in general, the people you're around the most, well, inevitably, sometimes people don't want to admit it. They're lying to themselves, in my opinion. They will inevitably kind of mold your thoughts, your passions, or not even your passion, but who you are a bit. So I'm lucky enough to have some amazing, not only people I work with, but housemates too. Uh, they work, they're very sporty people, elite athletes, they work on themselves. This year I'm working out more. I'm focused on my body more. And job-wise, meeting so many entrepreneurs, my idea is boomed off. Like I have so many more compared to last year. And I, this is not thanks to me. The only thing I did was increase my network, reach out to people, get to know them, speak to them, and incorporate stuff that works for them, see if it works for me. If it does, I should include it. My my houseman here, he he not only does he, when he works out, he tries to see how he can apply that mentality to work and his stuff. 
I never really saw the, the alignment that had. I thought working out is a thing and then job is another thing. Sometimes having the mentality of, again, perseverance, which I've always had, but not in my job, only in my personal life, has helped me. Not to go too deep into that, but what I mean is if you get to know who you are, who you have in front of you, there's a high chance that some of the stuff they do, you can incorporate and get benefit out of. And if anything, I would, I wish really that I could ask you guys questions and incorporate what I do in, in my own day. But um, what, what about you, any stories about you guys in terms of your five? And the G team is like a, is a good example, I imagine. Has that shaped how you guys operate a bit, you think? I mean, with the G team, it's like half of us, half of us already knew each other. Um, at least, at least we either knew each other or we have known of each other because you know how Loughborough is and how it's it's pretty it's big but it's also small in that people yeah. know people who know people um and then there was like obviously the G team is comprised of people from other different places as well so it was really cool but I think it's just that was quite natural for us because we well we, we all talk about the same things so or we we have a lot going on but we have a, a similar mentality is how we want to help motivate people and also just to have cool conversations like this pretty much and yeah it's definitely helped um for me as well particularly like professionally wise i'm sure like you can relate to this as well or whether that's professionally or in business um that this has helped me to get in touch with other people who have similar interests particularly around like content creation or something which is what i've been trying to learn more um uh, yeah i have so many examples of just Love trying that. to put myself in those environments like uh or even starting my own society i was just like okay cool i need this person and this person uh, i'll just have to launch that year i came to the rental stock launch yeah uh, thank you I, I appreciate that so much it's uh yeah it was a very random thing but it just happened out of nowhere and i was like the only way i'm gonna make this become a reality is i'm gonna have to approach random strangers and um talk to them about my idea you know it might, might not work with a lot of people got, got a lot of rejections but also got a lot of um positive feedback and that's just that's just how it works you know yeah you, you win some you lose some and that's one thing that i was going to touch on um if unless you guys have something else to touch on the match before i go um like i was just going to say like one good point that peter is making it's just like having that understanding that by yourself there's only so much that you can do you can have like the best idea in the world but without having that team around you who are like willing to just buy into your idea, put in all the work and like just do everything and work together, bring their skills to the table. It's just hard to achieve anything too big. So I'd say that's probably a lesson that I've learned at uni that, mm. you know, you can't, you, you don't just go through uni alone. Like, and to be fair, you can at some at some points, but that's when you're like literally at your lowest. People are going through uni alone right now, so it's tough for them. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's like we, we need each other. Like we're just we're people. Like we're all like none of us are perfect. It's just helpful to have you know a, a group around you who are motivating you that you can learn from, and like also that you can share things that you've learned with. And I'd say at uni like particularly like guys on my course I, I found like really helpful it just opened my eyes to a different just a different way of living I guess that's like the main thing I love that the, your support network is what picks you up and that can be your friends the same way it can be the people you collab with in projects like different different entities but potentially similar values 
Mm-hmm. And beautiful what you said. And something Pete said that I, I thought of is, uh, you said, you mentioned rejections, Pete, and people saying no. And I know for people, and I think now I've developed enough self-confidence to be okay with that. But for sometimes I get the question, even in enterprise, how do I meet people? Because I'm afraid of looking awkward or the rejections or the no. And as you said, some people are shy. And I think it'd be useful for anyone listening to, and if, if they are that kind of shy person and doesn't feel comfortable getting rejection, I think all of us were there at some point. Um, me, <laughs> I, I mentioned, I touched on the subject before when I was young, the amount of times I try to say something to someone, a little kid, 14, 13, 12, and didn't have the courage to actually open my mouth. <laughs> and then you leave that interaction. You're like, I wish I said something. Cause ah, you just, you, you feel so unaccomplished and it just stings. Um, and then I tried, I tried, I didn't know what I'm going to tell him. And the guy that I remember, I was trying to make this friend in Venezuela, just transferred from a new school. I was nine or 10. Um, and this kid completely, <laughs> he completely, I was like, you want to play football? And he just kept playing with his friends. He's like, okay, <laughs> got that down. And I went home and anytime, any kid that has his own like brother, sister, friends from there, they'll be fine. That was my first interaction <laughs> in this new country. First. So it was bad. I think if you are shy and you're someone that struggles with that kind of stuff, there's firstly, it, the first thing I'll say is it's okay. I think we all do. No matter how someone can say they're okay with getting a no. Yes, for sure. At some point it won't affect you, but it's still a learning lesson. So no one's going to say, oh, I'm, I shouldn't focus. I think the sentence don't focus on the no's is wrong. They shouldn't, you should, they should focus on the positive you can receive from the no. So what I got out of that time, I remember, was maybe don't ask to play football when they're having a match. <laughs> maybe wait a second. <laughs> but and I was I was eye opened again, young kid trying to understand how to make new friends and how to increase your bubble. Um, so next thing, next time, what I did is I brought my own ball. So I was like, you know, you can play with me <laughs> And I went and I did that. Yeah, and then I'm not gonna go deep into like me ten year old me trying to make friends. But what I'm saying is. The getting used to the nose doesn't, as a young child, it was easier, but even at this age, it takes time. And the only way to actually learn to network when people say, what do I say? What do I do? Sometimes, honestly, all you can say is, hi, nice to meet you. I just wanted to get to know you a bit. We're both here together in this event. How are you doing? How's your day been? And some people really find that like, it's hard and it stresses them out. Like they feel something in their tummy, their throat goes down, their throat clenches, they can't speak. That's okay. If you don't go through that, that will never change. No matter how much you think next time I'll be more prepared. I'm sorry, my friend, maybe a bit, but there's a high chance the same symptoms will keep happening until you get through that. It's a, we, can have, we can draw Picasso, we can draw anything, and you think you got it exactly down, how you're going to move your hand. But until you actually get that pen and paper, you can't draw. Like I'm sure you have the, the mentality as to how you want to approach it, but you need to try and if people are jerks and don't see that you're doing your best to get to know them, then at some point you need to go back to what I said before is appreciating who you are. And if, if they have a problem with that, you need to just back yourself and understand that there's no one's fault. It's just not meant to be. Why would you want a friend that doesn't no. appreciate you? If anything, if that person doesn't like you or if that person you want to connect with shouldn't, uh, isn't talking back to you, you've just avoided a massive bullet if they're a close friend or someone you're going to work with. Yeah. Why would you be talking to someone that doesn't appreciate you when you're struggling? Not worth yeah. it. 
exactly so, and yeah as long as you keep that in mind like ultimately in the worst case scenario like oh you'll get rejected or a person thinks you're weird um but ultimately it doesn't affect your life <laughs> in like a in like a major way um but on the flip side if if that interaction goes well then now you have someone who could potentially be you know a lifelong friend or uh, a really cool business partner or whatever and you know what i mean that's that's been the case with me as well like i think there's so many instances of just people that i talk to so much now that i would have never known unless i sort of made that first move to approach them or open up a conversation whether that's online or in person uh, just like with both of you guys here right um and yeah like starting off with networking and just like anything else is a skill right which takes practice and i know for me i used to be pretty socially awkward as well or at least i, I think i was yeah um, i'm an introvert at heart same like i'm yeah. awkward uh, so the way i remember like i would i would google like how to talk to people or how to make friends i actually googled that right <laughs> and and I used to watch these YouTube videos and, and do studies of people who had like a lot of charisma, like Muhammad Ali or Bruce Lee, whatever, things like that. But then um, that was cool. But ultimately, like it, it wasn't until I actually went out there and started with things like oh, asking a stranger what the time was, something as simple as that, right? It was only until then that I was able to build my confidence up to then go out to approach strangers full on and just try to have a conversation. And yeah, it's like, it's small steps if you're coming from a place where like you're really not used to this um but you'll get there eventually so long as you stay consistent with it and and like you'll get some rejections here and there. people will think you're weird but you'll be embarrassed for like five five minutes maybe if it's your first time you'll be embarrassed for like two days but ultimately like if you if you continue to stay at it you'll be so thankful for the people that you'll go on to meet do you know what i mean like i think pretty much every day is crazy so, yeah. i feel i feel like i've definitely googled that too many times <laughs> when i was young, I, had a yeah, I was gonna say p we've all been there <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> something wrong and um, there's a there's a few challenges that i've i've heard um of like how how you approach it how like putting yourself out of your comfort zone I think, and if anything, this is just a question for you guys. Like the weirdest time I've made a friend, um, there was this challenge I was meant to do. I was literally forcing myself at 18 to, to get better at this and I'll go outside my comfort zone. And one of the things I read was try and make a new friend in a weirdest, in a weird con- context, you know, the weirdest way you can. And I was like, I was, I was 18 just chilling. So I was like, I'll do this when I'm free. If you guys are from Lockford, you guys all know the good old Papasai. <laughs> First, oh, yeah. it would be a good place to stop by after a night out, or even if you're out of food and you're not bothered to cook. I remember <laughs> I had one chip left, one chip, literally <laughs> one chip. And I got up to this guy and I told him, "If you and he he wanted chips, yeah, he was shouting, and then it was it was like five a.m., so Papa Size was closed. And I told the dude, bro, if you guess the number, I'm thinking I'll give you this chip. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking four. He said four, <laughs> and I was like, no way, did you actually guess four? Me and this dude had a four-hour conversation. We I didn't sleep that day. And it, it, it all started from a hell of a chip, like a really good chip, to be honest. It looked re- it was like one of those massages. He ate the chip and he wasn't even he was normal. I don't even know if he went on a night, so we didn't even discuss that. Uh, so he started eating this chip. It was like, oh, I can't I've never met someone by a chip, I said. And he goes, Yeah, same here. It's a good chip though. And then he he, he told me that oh his family owns a food business back home. 
And then from that, it's like, oh, no way, tell me more. And we literally started talking about this stuff. And we lasted time. And I was in Royce, he was in Royce. I didn't even know the dude before. Uh, so sometimes the weirdest contexts can bring some beautiful friendships. Um, um, if if you ever listen to this, because I'll pass on the whatever link, you'll laugh right now. <laughs> this shit brought us together. So do you guys have any weird contexts where you've met people potentially? I know me and you, Pete, maybe that could be considered weird, but in general. I mean, yeah, this is just an everyday type thing. I'm, I'm trying to think like, because I was going to ask you guys about like uh, if you've had any not so much negative, but maybe like really embarrassing interactions. Um, I'm trying to think myself, right? Because it happens a lot, but it's also just quite funny. Um, the way that you meet people. For me, it was just a case of, I think almost every interaction I have is kind of weird because I'm the type of person who would just approach someone and then they all, they always look a bit startled, like, what are you doing, right? <laughs> and then I see it in their face. I was like, nah, what do I say? What do I say? And then you keep going. And then like sometimes I kid you not recently as well, because I feel like it's been so long since I've been outside actively. Um, I've kind of forgotten a bit of my social skills and what it's like. So I kind of like backed out of the conversation halfway through as I started it. And then it was, it was one of those ones where you talk to a stranger say about two sentences and you try to say something else, but then you, you back out and you just like awkwardly walk away. Um, yeah. I say that that's, 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 it's kind of embarrassing, but it's only like a personal thing. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure I've got more, but I just try to think of, of you know, I might have to come back. <laughs> I think that's something that, that does happen to everyone like every now and then. It's just, it can, it can definitely put you off ever wanting to put yourself out there again. <laughs> but it's so important to realise that how would I put it? The majority of the people on earth are strangers to you. So like, if you just decide that you're not going to talk to anyone who you don't know formally, you're missing out on like a lot of people. You're missing out on like, if I just look at the people who are within my, my friendship groups and like, I would say they're the people who inspire me the most like in the world anyway. It's just like, imagine how many more amazing people there are that you just miss out on meeting just because yes just because you're, you're scared you're scared that you might have that one awkward moment where you kind of have to like back away sheepishly but I, I just think it's part of it and it's definitely worth getting to know um people who you didn't know before and i would say that's something i've learned at uni doing like on my course there's like a stereotype about like maybe like a typical engineering student everyone thinks like maybe it's a bit nerdy like a bit weird but I found that my course mates are just like all super interesting everyone's got their own stuff that they're doing on the side everyone's like you know everyone's got something that they're passionate about and like when you engage in conversation with them about what they're passionate about you get to see like a different side usually people have their guard up but their guard slowly comes to them that it starts to come down and you really get to connect that way. And yeah, I, I just think it's a beautiful thing. And it happened a lot for me, I'd say in second year, that was like the main time. It would just be library. I know, to be honest, Manu, I think we've met before in library. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, was just, I was just thinking, I'm, we must have. I know we did. I, I tell you, when I come on this call, like I've met you before, but I don't know from where exactly. So. I was thinking in my head and it happens to me on so many times and I'm like, 
I feel like I've I've talked to this person before. For sure, man. Like, I, I genuinely. I we're, we're both willing to step out of comfort zone. <laughs> I can see that being like, wait, I don't know, in the little cafeteria, like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Because we, we might have known someone in common, probably, and then next yeah. thing you know, we're chatting. I for sure think we met at the library. <laughs> I can see <laughs> the grind during exam season. It must and, be uh, you. <laughs> what you I said mean, Oh, you go, yeah. Pete, you go. No, I was going to say, I, just with you engineers, I see you, you guys in the library all the time. I'm pretty sure I know more engineers than people on my actual course. That's how much you guys just live in the library. Like you, you'll be there nine, nine, nine to nine, as in 24 hours. <laughs> nine to nine. I've done some crazy shifts in Pilkington, like some some wild shifts. Tell me about it. I come come side, so kind of similar in terms of like the mm. whole geeky stereotype. My housemates are amazing. They didn't go to the library as much. But amazing passions and me despite being a Comsai, guys, we're all here now. Engineer Comsai business, I believe, Pete. Am I getting it wrong? Uh, yes. Well, well, look at it. I was talking from different backgrounds. Like mm-hmm. this what you study or your, your interests from a professional standpoint doesn't define the people you can connect with. Exactly. And I've connected with so many people that honestly, some of the stuff that I've heard people do, I couldn't tell you a single word about. <laughs> I'm at a ballet dancer, professional ballet. I have no clue how she lives her life. <laughs> we talk a lot. Like she's a really good friend of mine back home in Italy. I mean, sure, we go out, we discuss a bit, but usually it's just fun. And then she has a lot of other projects and I have a lot of other projects that we discuss together. But she doesn't know too much about my job and I don't know about her ballet. And it doesn't matter like because we connected on other stuff and that's all cool. Obviously, if I get to know her more, then it'll, it will also be good. But uh, uh, in terms of one bad interaction will stop you from get, seeing all the beauty behind getting to know new people. It's like an iceberg, the, the usual analogy of there's a tip. The tip might taste a bit bad or the food, whatever you want to call the analogy. The tip might look bad, but below, it's insane. There's so many humans you that you have no clue. Mm-hmm. Outside, there could be this girl, guy, person that you've never met that could genuinely change your life. And you're restricting yourself from getting to know this person just because someone didn't value you the way you deserve to be valued. It's not worth it. You're, you're doing yourself wrong if you're stopping from getting to know people just because of something bad. And I know my worst one. I had a horrendous interaction back in the day. <laughs> I, uh, I completely mistaked. The, I thought I was going to meet someone and I started talking to the wrong person. And it's all cool now. But at the time, me really trying... I'll go a bit more in detail. Um... This is really bad, guys. <laughs> I'm looking really scared. I just you, like swallow, like whoop. <laughs> on this podcast, all cool. Um, I was meant to see a girl that I was chatting with at the time, and one thing I'll tell you, I'm blind. Like, so if I, I, if, I see, if I don't see well, and you talk to me back, and your son, like your voice, sounds similar, I think it's you. Like, I, I will not be able to recognize you. And uh, she had a sister, this girl. She had a sister. They looked pretty similar to me. I didn't know her well. I met her once only. So I'm not going to... So I go there and I start talking to this girl. And honestly, I fumbled it. (laughs) She got mad. The sister thought that I was doing something wrong. So they both got mad. I was like, I swear to you, I thought it was you. It lasted two minutes. Then I realized, like, okay, we're definitely not... You're not the same person. But I had no clue. And... <laughs> I remember I've never felt so uncomfortable with myself <laughs> before. 
<laughs> I went back home and I, I told my mom, I was like, mom, your son needs a, new glasses. <laughs> and he contacted <laughs> new glasses. I need, I need help. And she told me what happened. I was like, I genuinely mistaked my date. And out of all people, I thought I got wrong. It was her sister that I thought was her, which just makes it even worse. And my mom was like, yeah, this last bad. <laughs> but uh, imagine if that had stopped me to get to know new romantic connections of people. Like, it, it, obviously, it's a very niche example. But I'm saying if, if you're trying to reach out to like a professional about something work related, the same way I applied it to romance, you can apply it to professional stuff. You want to increase your network to start to have a startup or a business. Someone says, no, you're going to stop doing that. You're missing out. You're missing out on the beauty. And uh, luckily, I, for a bit, I had to take some time out from sleep. Retired from the game. But uh, it was fun. And I, I was young. So I was, I was 16 or something. Just By the way, time. yeah, either way, you, you learn a lesson. I mean, in that case, you learn that you need the new glasses, you know? So, uh, <laughs> so I, either way, you, you, you learn a lesson. And, and yeah, more, more easy interaction. Damage exactly, control at yeah. the highest level. <laughs> <laughs> and you get better and better. Um, and you improve, like, especially, I think, professionally as well. Um, like, I'm sure you got a lot to talk about this, like, in terms of, like, first starting off in uh, business or just general, like, professional networking. And the first time, I know I was pretty lost because I thought things had to be super super professional i had to change my my whole voice my accent to, to be i think i think i still do that to a certain extent and I, I feel weird a bit weird but like i try and work on it um and yeah but like a question i wanted to ask was like like in terms of professional networking how did you do you adjust your sort of love that and i was thinking yeah. i love that question uh I have two things that I thought of when you said that. And one of them is a bit of a niche subject. I call it emotional mirroring. So mirroring means you mimic someone's behavior. What I mean by emotional is don't be afraid to be the first to open up about a project in a professional situation. When people want to connect and discuss stuff, whether it's, again, a business or you're wanting a job, there's always that, how do I make them come to me? I think sometimes you should genuinely just be the first to take that step. And in, what I mean in putting it into context in a professional environment, if you're looking to create, to have someone jump on a project with you, but you're afraid that they might say no, and then you gave up on your baby because it was really like secure to you. You need to kind of let that go a bit. You need to just open up, look, this is my experience. X, Y, Z happened. And from that, I decided I want to start this business. The reason I think it's valuable is because of this and that and that. How does how does like how how does this sound to you? Is it something that you're interested in? And people are scared of doing that. They don't want to open up about their projects, about their passions, honestly, about their businesses. Like to go, sometimes people don't tell you what they're working on. You need to let go of that and just be the first to open up. And guess what? Next thing you know, they'll open up back. So if I tell you my project, usually what happens is someone tells me, "Oh, sick, I'm doing this," and then all of a sudden you have a back and forth. And from a professional standpoint, you can apply to other stuff, but professionally speaking. It's all about, that would allow you to then listen. You'll put it out there and then you get all the information. You take it in, you process it. Okay, for example, they enjoy marketing. I need some marketing help. I reach out to them for programming, but I also need marketing. How about we go on that route? And I, it's all about, I think, sometimes being the first to take the step in saying what help you need. And my second 
um, sort of application to professional networking, uh, which is different from friends sometimes. Uh, something that isn't always done as well is sort of when I say not be respectful, but understand that they don't owe anything to you. Mm. Um, I think sometimes when people say stuff and wait, then they open up, they ex they come in with ex so to put it, don't come in with expectations. Mm -hmm. uh, with friendships, if you both play volleyball, it's a bit different. You can expect that you can play together. You if you don't know this guy and you want uh, or this girl or this person and you want them to become part of a journey that you want to go on. You should never expect them to say yes the first time. If anything, expect to know. Sounds bad, but expect them to be like, expect them to have questions. And mm. you need to come in with a bit of like a lot of, tell me with the word, please, guys, because uh, I'm Italian, not a low head, but humbleness. Yeah. And, and understand that honesty, what you do, they might really not like. And you need to make sure that you put across your passion, but let them decide if it works for them or not. And if it doesn't, you cannot take that personally because. It might not be for them. So if, if professionally you're trying to increase your network from that perspective, I think you truly need to understand that like, you don't come in with expectations. There's no need because what you like might not be what they like. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, anything um, you guys have before sorry, Pete, anything you guys have that you do professionally? I'm curious now. Um for me it's just been a case of like I think especially when I was doing my actor stuff, obviously a lot of it is about business pitching, right? Um so when I was networking, naturally something that I would do was immediately, immediately going to talk about what I'm doing, this and that. But similarly to what you said, in terms of some people might not like it, it's also keeping in mind that I think a lot of the times it's more impactful to learn about what the other person is doing and how you can help them first. Because naturally doing that makes it about, it doesn't make it, a transactional thing. Cause I feel like a lot of people professionally, it's about, okay, what can I get out of this person? And that's the only reason why I'm talking to you. And a lot of people can sense that, do you know what I mean? It's um, authenticity is something that people value a lot these days. Um, and like, I learned that. And so from that, like when I talk, it's, it's, it's not that different to just people in general, right? You take an interest in what they do first you know people say um you know in order to be interesting you need to be interested in the people that you're talking to and that applies you know so seeing how you can work because even if that even if you have absolutely no knowledge about what it is that that person can do you can still listen to them and a lot of a lot of the time people just appreciate that in and itself and even so there's 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 always going to be some little part that you can spark an interest in or spark another conversation and i know that's how it's worked with me yeah, that's been my most sort of impactful thing is seeing how I can give value to others first and then going on to introduce what it is that I do and then how we could work together instead of it being a transaction. Yeah. Yeah, I think that personally, I've had probably quite a similar journey in that you ask people just at any point throughout, like when they've known me, they'll say I'm quite a chatty person. And it's like, I've tried to now in conversations, just like take a bit more of a step back just because someone shared something that I've got something that's related to. I don't always have to like say, oh, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what I did. It is sometimes like, like you said, Peter, it's just better to listen at times. Like let them go through that through with their story, like see what more you can learn about them. That's like, just interesting and see how you can connect. And I think that's the main thing, just taking a backseat sometimes 
and letting people talk about what they're passionate about. And then you'll be able to kind of see like what you both can connect with authentically. I think that's the main thing. Just when both people are listening, it's just perfect. That's that's the best way to. So powerful, so powerful when you listen. Love that, love that. So yeah, I mean, I guess like on on your side, man. If there was like one thing that you could say to a person who that doesn't have that much experience with networking or just anything in general, what would be like your go-to tip when it comes to that? I feel like that question would come at some point, and I didn't prepare well enough for it. (laughs) You might give me ten seconds. I said, like, my go-to tip. Are we talking someone that? isn't obviously as comfortable, confident, or experienced in trying to get to know new people. Yeah, I'll say so. We're given the context of a person who is quite new to networking or seems to find it quite a challenge. I'm going to give something slightly different because I think the, 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 the advice of start now or try, we all know that. Like the mm-hmm. just try is, is a good advice, but I think sometimes people, it doesn't really help people because they're like, oh, but I don't have, like, I don't know how to do that. What I did back in the day is start from people that you already know a bit, but don't know too well. Start from someone that you have enough comfortableness and comfortableness between you two that you can reach out to and see if you can develop that friendship connection, no matter the context. That will allow you to feel confident about how you approach getting to know someone you've never met. So yeah. I'm not talking, if you go to your close friend, it doesn't really work. It'll be too easy. Someone that you kind of know, maybe it can be as easy as an Instagram story reply and then you start chatting to them. I know like little strategies, something, or honestly, just a message like this made me think of you. Uh, that can start, depending on how you phrase it, that can sound a bit weird, but either way, someone that you, that you uh, know a bit and see if you can develop that friendship. And next thing you know, when you then tra- like transit from someone you've never met, you have a little win in your, in your back that will allow you to feel a bit more confident and, I guess as a follow-up to that, uh, if you are shy and you feel, well, shy is, shy is, it's, it's okay to be shy. I think there's no problem. But if, if the shyness is blocking you from wanting to meet new people or from actually trying to meet new people, I think something that you really need to, like another tip is accept it, but make it a strength. The, we've we touched on listening, authenticity. If you listen, which is something I love, I try to do as much as I can, and I need to learn to do even more. You're not talking. If you ask a question, you can listen. You don't need to express yourself. Authenticity comes from you admitting that you can, yeah, you're shy. Something that I did back in the day is, I, I'm sorry if this is a weird question, I'll say, or I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm speaking weirdly or in a shy way. Like, I, it's okay to say that to someone. Yes, it can be seen as overly authentic in terms of there's no need to say that. But if it puts you at ease to communicate the fact that you've, you're, you're trying this for the first time, it's okay and that can be really hard to do but i feel like once you get that out of the way if you're trying to talk with someone you say oh i've never like with the chip i've never met someone with the chips or i've never talked to someone since the pandemic started so sorry if this is a bit awkward then it'll really ease the conversation in like you'll feel okay i've communicated that so they know that if it gets awkward it's a bit it's like no one's fault yeah so i guess like being authentic communicating that and then Having those little small wins and going back to them is is what I would say. And I, and I hope this isn't the most 
because there's a lot of good advice, but I know some of them is really out there. I haven't seen these that much in the books I've read. That's things I've seen about networking. So I hope they're kind of like useful <laughs> to anyone listening. Lovely. Yeah. Been a yeah. very nice conversation. Like, I've learned a lot, Peter. I've learned you? a lot as well. I was just, this on this this has been a part of my journey on really learning my social skills since the pandemic. So you know, so pretty pretty valuable to me. I know it is. <laughs> but, but yeah, like if um obviously you you're you're um on the enterprise team right now this year, but I'm sure you work on a lot of other things as well. So if there's um anything that you'd like to to uh, to plug just for people to listen to like obviously if you have any social links we'll put it in the bio but yeah if you want to plug anything please do now before um we close up no way that's sick i get to plug <laughs> of course you came on to the show you know you said what you want <laughs> all right let's do it yeah you know what I'll, I'll i'll say a few things um i'll plug the enterprise stuff just because it's really cool and you do get to meet like-minded people at least your enterprise for any loughborough students even not in loughborough um, i'll send you a link to put in but yeah at least your enterprise and socials um, since this is about networking, if you want to reach out to me outside of my job, I'm so happy to chat. So you can share my Insta, Pete, or even my Facebook to anyone, Manu Makata or Emmanuel Makata. And then a little future tip, I'm starting a YouTube channel. <laughs> which, hey, let's go. Let's go. Which is something I always wanted to do, to just try new things. And it's all about literally exploring my curiosities. It's called Manu Wonders. Uh, whatever I wonder, I'll, I'll jump on to it, which is why I jumped on chess. And um, I also have a Twitch channel, which is the same name. And I'm going to be posting there as soon as I get a bit of time to improve my editing skills, hopefully in one or two days. Um, if, if you see this and I haven't posted yet, send me a message, like you said, one or two days. But uh, yeah, Manu Wonders on YouTube and Twitch. And hopefully we get to connect there as well. Great, great, great. Yeah, definitely check this guy out. I know he's uh, very, very interesting. Does a lot of different things. Done a lot for me. Uh, done a lot for loads of other people too. And yeah, it's always great coming on uh, and talking to all these people. Great, great, great people, just like yourself, you know. And um, yeah, it's been a pretty cool episode. Hope you guys have enjoyed and I hope you all have a great day. Yeah. Peace. Love.